0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better
1: with CrashPlan. So I wasn't able to pick up my new car yesterday and I'm no. almost really sad. No! No! <laughs> what? Why? Was it Whoa. the title thing? Mm-hmm. It was the title <laughs> thing. Shoot. I'm so annoyed. The people at the treasury office even said that like, it's technically legal to still buy a car with your active registration. They will just look up the title, all of that stuff. Well, they can only look up the title in the system if the actual lien has been released to the state of Kansas. And that's that hasn't happened because even though we paid the car off in 2019... We just either never got that form or that's when we were moving. And so, like, I think it honestly got lost. So, since we never got it back then, I think in our brains, we just thought, oh, well, we can just go get a new title, but the Treasury Office won't even print you off a title because there's still technically a lien on it. Even though there isn't, it just has to be changed in the system. But here's the dumbest part. And this is the part that, like, makes me. So libids. are going to save your car for you? That's Oh I mean, yeah, they're going to save my car for me. Money. I'm not oh. worried about that. We're not losing the car. I'm not worried about that at all. The title is electronically held. You call a phone system to get the lien release that was paid off in 2019. Again, all electronically. This is held in a computer somewhere. I know someone is not walking down to fucking county hall office and finding this paperwork and then having to do all of the things. It takes the bank to just even resubmit the lien release seven to ten days. I'm like, but for what though like for literally for what like what are you doing in that amount of time?
0: The only thing I can think of is like they don't have enough people processing things, and so things are just like stacking up. but like I
1: get to click on a compute i just, this is the part that i don't where I'm just like. Some yeah, technology no, is yes. caught up and some just hasn't, where I'm like, Oh, 100%. this would take me 30 seconds to do if I knew your system. Totally. And so yeah, we have to wait for the bank to literally mail it, not only find it and mail it, and then we luckily can take that into the car place and then they can find it. But I'm just like, I don't this is, so we talked to someone like last week and then I Googled and I was like, just Ask a different person at the bank, like just get a second opinion basically. And so Brian's going to call the day and kind of just see what an expedited process could look like. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because also our like, we're trading in my current vehicle right. and the like appraisal of that trade-in is only good for seven days. So I'm like, one of you is going to have to give here because <laughs> I'm yes. like, that's what lose my mind. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. So hopefully at some point today or this week, we're getting it, but IDK.
0: Ah, that's so frustrating.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, what's also frustrating, but not at all remotely for the same reason. <laughs> garage sales. <laughs> garage sales. <laughs> Two words, garage sales. Why? Okay. So I always forget, but every year, every year, as in this is the second year we've lived here when this has happened. So like, huh. Why am I supposed to remember? Anyway, it's the neighborhood garage sale. It was this last weekend. And it's also the same one for like several neighborhoods nearby. They like all do at the same time, which I think is honestly great. Cause then you're going to like stir up more traffic and it's yeah. just going to be better. I don't know if people are just better at getting rid of stuff and like less and releasing it. And so mm-hmm. they just have far less junk or if I'm just so used to like small town garage sales where everyone just has like things from literally 40 years ago <laughs> like out mm-hmm. on their table mm-hmm. because I was just like, what? Why do you have any of this out? Like, this is just not even worth my time. Like, I
1: have, I, want our neighborhood to do a neighborhood garage sale so bad because the way that our street is set up, there's like four cul-de-sacs. And so it's just like four dead oh, ends. It, it sounds food. great,
0: but the quality of people's stuff, unless they're just going to start hoarding more junk, it's just, I'm just going to yeah. stop going.
1: Yeah. I do love me some grad sales though, but I think I used to go in areas where it's more like estate sales than grad sales. And those are nice.
0: Oh, estate sales are amazing mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I have been to... Many of them, but you know, this was just—it was very disappointing. I spent five dollars, and the most exciting thing I got was a fifty-cent Woody cowboy hat for my nephew. Oh, that's
1: cute! (laughs) cute. (laughs) I saw this video today. I didn't— granted, I did not watch it with the sound on, so I don't know what it actually was about. But it was a video of people at grad sales, and the headline was something like buying everything at garage sales and then giving it all back. But it was like a kindness thing. Like people were like, Oh my God, that's so sweet. And I'm like, okay, you're giving it back to the person that you just bought it from because that is just like literally the opposite of their goal. If you actually didn't want stuff, you could just give them money. Like, I'm just confused. Are you buying it? And then like re-giving it to people who need it. But like the way that you said this is confusing. So I'm like, if someone came up to my garage sale and was like, "I'll take everything. Here's the money. Yeah, now you get to keep it." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> no. The take reason it's out of here is I wanted to get gone.
0: I wanted to get, get gone. gone. Get out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. No, no actually, I did score up. one thing. What'd you get? But I, it is going. It is gonna make me sound so ridiculous. <sighs> I bought D a brand
1: new wheelchair. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a great place to score those. My Nana goes to all the garage sales and gets canes, wheelchairs, like all the old people yeah. stuff because she like cleans for a bunch of old people. Yeah. And I mean, that's just expensive. Oh, I know.
0: If we had bought the same, it's like a travel one. It's like definitely oh. not an all the time wheelchair. It's like you're Her. going to the doctor and it's full yeah. and whatever. Yeah. But brand new, they're like 350 bucks and they got it for 25 and never been taken out of the box.
1: Yeah. The amount of times, so my mom used to work in the physical therapy industry and the amount of times that patients would come in who like absolutely needed, bro, you need a wheelchair, like you need a cane and they just can't afford it. And so she would try to find some at garage sales and just like have them in her car.
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like,
1: go out and take one. Like, here you go. Cause you're going to come back to me more injured if you don't like protect yourself. That's so hard. Mm-hmm man, I want some garage sale time. I want some estate sale time. I did go vintage shopping when I was in Oklahoma city. There were a couple of cute stores. I got a really cute floral oil painting. It's original little painting. I really like buying like just paintings from like old artists that like no one cares about. Like the artist that was like down the street, you know what I mean? But I actually did look up his stuff and granted mine is, I think they marked it like in the very early seventies or late sixties, but his work starred or like his popular stuff is in like the forties and his yes. stuff from the forties is like, I mean, some of it was like over a hundred grand value. Oh. And I was like, did I, and I paid $80 for this thing. And I'm like, maybe in like 30 years, it'll be like something crazy. I'm like, did you just like change popularity from the forties to the seventies? I'm confused because it's the same dude.
0: Yeah. I don't know. There's a couple We have a couple pieces in our house. Not all that I love, by the way, that I'm like, I can't just sell it in a garage sale. Like I'm going to actually have to like look into this. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Get it like appraised and all things. I got some cute bookends, like hand carved bookends. They're super cute, but I didn't get a ton either. It's just hard these days. I mean, I don't think people are taking their stuff anymore. What I did do recently, though, that really surprised me on this topic is we're getting rid of a bunch of penny stuff. And I had my mom find, like, a consignment place because I was just ready to just, like, dump it somewhere. And we, like, they paid us cash for, like, a lot of the stuff. And it was way more than I expected. Yeah. I think that, I think that's the other thing. So I mostly
0: went looking for clothes for my niece and mm-hmm. nephew. I mean, just because... That shit's expensive. You can buy yes, all the new. There's no reason to buy it all new. And so, but I really think the, I don't know if Raylana is like a national thing or if that's just like what they call the local ones. But the like mom's sale where it's all. Yeah. It's essentially consignment, but on like special weekends. Mm-hmm. My sister's done that both buy and sell for uh, basically since Ellie was born. But I literally think that's where all the inventory is. Because I was like, there's no Hang kids out post. There. Like yeah. none.
1: Well, you can go to Children's Orchard. I think is where Mom went. There's a couple locations. It's a smaller one. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll check yeah. it out. But anyway, see- disappointed. Yeah. With you know the thing, but yeah. I'm sure the it's way inventory- less annoying the garage, than the not-
1: inventory has <laughs> been impacted. Yeah, <laughs> inventory literally everywhere. I know, <laughs> right? <sales. laughs>
0: Although this one woman, I feel kind of bad. I think she. I think someone needs to like take her to rehab. She has a shopping problem.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I know someone like this.
0: <laughs> I was like, this is all brand new, mm-hmm. like QVC and like home shopping oh, network, but yeah. like home kitchen appliances and pots and pans and like luggage and purses.
1: Tupperware, like, stuff. Never open. <sighs> it's like, geek. You need to see someone. someone. (laughs) Go get that need filled somewhere else. (laughs) Well, maybe with what we're talking about today, we will have even more time this summer to explore some garage sales or estate sales or consignment shops because Mm -hmm. y'all, for the first time ever in the literal history of Boss Project, we are taking a company-wide summer break. Oh, so good. Now,
0: Emily and I have taken vacations before. We've been gone for a week at a time. Maybe a week and a half is probably like the longest you and I have individually taken a vacation. Mm -hmm. And we've navigated time off before. Like you took Matt leave with Mm -hmm. Penny. And when I was in recovery with all the stuff, we definitely figured things out. And we have done... We've closed for all of December before when it was just us,
1: but we had contractors. But we were... Right. And you and I even still would do like a couple podcasts privately. Yeah, we weren't like closed just, closed. Right, right. But it, we, it was definitely
0: everything. slow. You there were know? no
1: meetings, nothing new coming out. But this is a big deal to me
0: because it's not just you and I taking vacation. Like this mm-hmm. is... All nine employees are taking time off and the company is closed
1: Uh uh for two weeks. uh So we want to walk you through how and what we're doing to prep for that time off. Because I think if it's you and more than like two other people, I think your brain starts to be like, this could never happen. Or I don't even know what it would look like. Or, okay, I might be off, but maybe they still work. And there's a different season for all of those scenarios. I also know there's a lot of business owners out there who have a team who absolutely feel guilty for taking time off if their team isn't taking that same time off. And so sometimes if you just shut the whole thing down, it feel, makes everyone feel really good and better. And we want to walk you through kind of the thought process and the structure of everything. So yeah, so I think to kind
0: of take you back, this was all motivated by really looking at our Holiday schedule, and we already have an unlimited PTO schedule. But I think both of us at the end of last year just had this like strong feeling the current people on our team are very loyal and just tend to, I mean, they like their jobs, so they just Mm -hmm. tend to like work unless they're like literally going somewhere and Mm -hmm. planning some kind of vacation for the most part, they'd rather just be working and Mm -hmm. be on the clock. And so we wanted to figure out what is the balance of making sure people are taking adequate time off to like Mm -hmm. rest and recharge on a more regular basis. And I think both of us were never really found like the traditional... You know, five. Whether you do five, seven, nine, eleven, whatever, the like one day here and there off for holidays, right? Like as, as effective as it could be.
1: No. Well, and I personally, so we went back and forth a lot. If we're taking it really back, we went back and forth a lot before we even decided to do quote unlimited PTO. Sure. And part of the reason for that was like what Abby's talking about is, are people going to even use it? And there was a lot of like conversation around unlimited PTO being used in a really toxic way. We're like, oh, we have it, but you're not set up for success to ever use it. And Mm -hmm. you're like penalized for using it, or just something changes about your role or communication or whatever, if you are the person who actually chooses to use it. And we didn't want to create a structure where It seemed like we had all the great benefits, but just no one utilized them. So then, if you're not using them, what's the point? And so, I think choosing to have dedicated time off throughout the year was our way to like tack on no, these are for sure the times that you're off. And like, if you choose to take off stuff more than this, like you have that full support to do that because of the unlimited PTO system. But these are like the mandatory time off.
0: Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? and to me, it was like, OK, well, if they truly didn't take additional or they like only did like a couple days here and there, I would feel really good that they're right. still taking time to rest. Yeah. Like that it wouldn't have been like, oh, like you basically just worked the whole year. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We really wanted to set them up for success. The other part of it was I remember that fall we had watched one or two other companies do this Mm -hmm. kind of from the sidelines. We were very like, we didn't really know that it was happening until later, but just kind of being curious of like, Oh, like I've seen people, you know, take obvious breaks around Christmas and Thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. stuff, but never really in the summertime and they were doing it and not necessarily in the way we planned, but like plan now, but I was just kind of fascinated by it. So we were like, okay, the only way this is going to work is if we pick the dates, like literally before this, the year starts and we structure all of our launch planning around these dates, because if we had tried to like add it later Or like put the launch schedule in place later. It literally would have never worked. Like it had to be planned intentionally from the beginning.
1: What's the number one reason why you like back out of taking time off is it doesn't make sense or you're too busy or you have all these other things going on. And we had the literal first thing we put on our calendar before the year started was all the time off that we were going to take. For We started with that. We started started with that. We
0: started with time off and then we did launch on top of that. Mm-hmm. And that was, it couldn't have been informed unless we had decided on time off first. Right.
1: Right. So then I think the next, like big decision that had to be made, and we didn't make this initially, like we'd the dates and we still just like, let it be kind of open-ended to what it was going to look like. Sure. But it was finally, as we were like, actually starting to plan and batch and work backwards or whatever for the time off, we had to ask ourselves, okay, if we're saying it's time off, what does that actually mean? Is boss project like shut down, shut down? Are we still sending... Or do we need to batch a bunch of content to still publish podcasts, publish blogs, social media, sending emails? Are we accepting evergreen applications and what's the process for that? Are we going to still do shop drop at normal time and we're just going to like not be in the office, but it's going to have the same shop drops information? Like, like was it like, going to be like on autopilot? right? Or, or, is, are or we was just, it not happening right. at that time? Right. And I am like the proud member of the like, set all the boundaries, take the time off person. And since we'd never really done this before, I said, I really want to test like, let's all pretend we just didn't pay our electricity bill for two (laughs) weeks. (laughs) And we don't have any power. It's not here.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I think so with that being said, I still think there's like a mix like we're not agree. It's not Totally nothing. You won't get an error
1: page if you like.
0: (laughs) like I think, unless you changed it without me knowing. I think the I think the plan is we aren't going to publish new blog posts, but because we were enough ahead on the podcast, we are going to have a couple podcast episodes come out. But like most of the other deadlines in terms of like shop drop and everything else, if there was anything that we anticipated would need like live support. Mm It's got moved and we definitely are, it's not canceled because it's just like respecting the time off that we're having, but we're not having weekly coaching with our clients during this time. Like it's a, it's very clear that this is what we're doing. And part of it, which I think is really helpful is we have, because we've like openly been building this business life first in a lot of ways when we talk about it and educate on it, we have so many people who are fascinated by the behind the scenes, or how we're doing it that there's just so much more respect built in Mm -hmm. that they're like, it's not like they're interested in trying it for themselves eventually. Mm -hmm. And so they want to really respect the boundaries we put in place. And I think that's the part that yeah. makes this the easiest.
1: You know, you've got a good group of peeps when you tell them you're going to be off for two weeks and they're not going to get support for that time frame. that they say, good for you. I'm so happy for you and stuff like that. You're like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Cause we, we wanted- did decide, well, I wanted to talk about the shop drop specifically. Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing where we kind of went back and forth on like, should we keep it the same? Mostly because like we've literally never changed the date for a shop drop. In and the, it's been the entire... same for
0: like over two years? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like over 24 drops. <laughs> it's been the exact same. And we've stuck with that consistent schedule. And we thought about what would it take to get ahead? Because even if you're pushing the drop schedule or pushing it forward or pushing it back, you're still having to get ahead and batch in some ways because you're still going to be literally off for two weeks. And so there's going to be batching and preparation needed regardless of what choice you make. It's just the amount that's needed or the urgency that it's needed, what's required of our team in order to make it happen. And we're testing, pushing it back. Two weeks? A week? a week. I think just a week. Yeah. Because it would have been the last Tuesday of our break. And so we're pushing it one more week.
0: Right. And part of that, so I think that's the balance of when you take structured time off, I think you can absolutely choose to balance what parts are you getting ahead for Mm -hmm. and like batching and preparing versus just not doing Mm -hmm. because, you know, for years, With the podcast specifically, we've always been in a how can we get through mid-January by the end of November. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think we're trying to slowly creep that timeline up so that we don't even dip into the holidays at all and we're done recording. But it's the same concept of like, if you plan to take significant amounts of time off, what about it do you need to like spread out over time beforehand so Mm -hmm. that you can still accomplish some of the same things. Because it would be naive to say, oh, yeah, you can just shut everything down, not do anything for two weeks. And it's not going to be any more work when you come back. Like, that's just not Mm -hmm. true. Like, you're gonna have to
1: up. outside of just like being the boss of your business and having a team, how much work it takes to prep for a vacation (laughs) of just like, Within your house and your family, and scheduling childcare if you need it, and figuring out appointments and like all of that stuff. So it's still that work. That yeah, you're it's like doing. the equivalent
0: of like laundry and figuring out what you're doing right. with the dog and like packing and like imagine the same kind of thing, but within inside your business, mm-hmm. the like to do list is just different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is a good approach, but I think in a lot of ways. We have so many systems that already exist that help us move ahead and like stay ahead that I don't think anyone on the team is like, oh my God, in three weeks, we're going to be off. Like there, no one's panicking. Mm -hmm. No one's freaking out. No one's like stressed about getting everything done. If anything, we're trying to rather than, because what I don't want is that I don't want the team to feel like. Well, I just had to do those two weeks worth of work smashed in another period of time. Right, right. Like we're trying to slow down other stuff so that there is space. Right.
1: You don't want to need your vacation from all the work you put into prep for the vacation. <laughs> right. No. It's <That's laughs> icky. So, so let's talk logistically some of the things that we're going to turn on or that we did that are going to help hopefully with the communication. Because I think that's the next piece of the puzzle is like, deciding on when you're going to do it and what does it mean deciding on like what's changing and what's going to continue to be pushed out while you're Mm -hmm. gone. Mm -hmm. And then because of those decisions, okay, what canned responses do we need? What notifications do we need? What communications do we need? And where can we like overly communicate all of the things so that like, I mean, we don't come back to like someone grumpy in the inbox being like I've been waiting for two weeks for my response. And so one of the things that I'm working on is writing a really helpful, And like explanatory, is that how you say that? Explanatory, Mm -hmm. canned response Mm -hmm. for our emails. Because although we were openly a life first business, maybe there's gonna be someone who doesn't know that or a new person or whatever. And so instead of just having our regular canned response that's like, hey, BRB, like here's a couple of resources. I'm gonna like take some time to talk about our one of our values and what we're doing and what's happening and why so that people can just like understand what's going on. And then we're going to be putting that communication all the places. So we're sending out emails to our list, both customers and non, we're sending all the notifications to our clients, we've already been talking to them about it. And what does it mean for their coaching schedule, curriculum schedule, what they need to be doing what they can be doing while we're out of office so that they can still like, get the most benefit from the program, what it means for the shop. So like, messaging current members banners on all of the places. So even if you didn't see the email, that if you go to the website to see what's going on, you will hopefully see that message. I'm probably thinking even like a pop-up needs to happen that talks about the thing. And you added this note here, which I think is bananas. You said, we're utilizing an autoresponder on social media for the first time.
0: (laughs) In seven years. (laughs) Because, you know... Usually with time off around the holidays, the volume of people that are messaging you is so low that it just like doesn't even really matter because everyone's checked out or like doing their own thing. And if you get any messages, it's like, oh, I listened to the podcast while driving. My Mm -hmm. family's like Mm -hmm. Christmas party or whatever. Okay, great. Like I'm happy to just say Merry Christmas and have like a great day or whatever. But I just want to make sure we're fully checking out. And so part of it is like, to help hold me accountable Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. and
0: be like, it's going to be a much shorter. Hey, Mm -hmm. we're out of office through this state. If you need anything else, like you can email us for further explanation. You can email us for the bigger Uh autoresponder basically, Uh but we're going to be really clear with clients and all of those things that for the most part, It should be no surprise. Right. But I don't know. In terms of volume on social, it just really depends, like, the season we're in. Like, we're currently in, while we're recording this, like, in a launch mode. And so I'm getting 10 to 50 messages a day. (laughs) But I'm like... I don't know. It just depends on how fast I'm responding and what conversations I'm holding up. But if you naturally lull, like so does the DM. I don't know. I'm not anticipating a lot of people messaging us truly, no. but yeah, we'll see. I think volume of messages is just lower than it used to be in general. Do you remember like when we got an admin that it was literally like hundreds of yes. messages
1: a day? Yes. Yes. yes.
0: I don't know why it's so much less or maybe we just have really good filters.
1: (laughs) Well, I definitely think the filters is part of it. But when I was like rewriting our canned response for the inbox, it said something to that effect of like, we get hundreds a day. And I was like, do we still? No,
0: not anymore.
1: I removed it. (laughs) We definitely used to though. Oh, that was bananas. It was wild.
0: (laughs) I was like, this is like, a job, which is why we hired for
1: a job because, because it was a job. someone's job. Okay. So now what everyone is waiting for, what are you going to be doing in your two weeks off? Gosh, I don't
0: know yet. And that's kind of <laughs> the part that's You're like- less old. than a month away. I know. I was really, I've been like pushing for like four to five days gone, like uh-huh. quote unquote on vacation somewhere uh-huh. outside they of our home. Vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And then the rest of the time, like, by the pool and around here and stuff. Because the part that's a little bit confusing for us is this is only our second year in this house. And truly, with, like, the pool and the outside the way it is, it feels like a vacation if you Mm -hmm. just, like, enjoy the house the way it's meant to be enjoyed instead of, like, always looking at it as more yard work or (laughs) something to maintain. (laughs) So if we can just, like, chill Mm-hmm. then great. But I don't know. I'm really hoping we go somewhere. I don't know if it'll come to fruition or not. I'm pushing for a national park. Hmm. hmm You should do that. I really want to do Glacier. Mm-hmm. Going north in the heat in the of, July, of July. July sounds nice. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah.
0: So far, nothing. What about mm-hmm. you?
1: Well, we're going to go to the lake, which is our 4th of July annual tradition when he was born. So we'll be doing that. It's her half birthday is literally on the 4th of July. And I have like convinced her every year that like all the fireworks are for her birthday (laughs) and like everyone getting together is because it's her half birthday. And so we're going to keep that up. Maybe Brian will join us this year. It's normally just like a girl's like weekend kind of trip, but it's just less stressful because of his job previously, like he was having to work like one of those days and it was just not convenient. And so he'll be off with us and we'll do that for maybe four days. And then I don't know. I mean, depending on how hot it actually is, cause the weather has been tricky here lately. It, just, oh, yeah. it doesn't even feel like June here in Kansas city. Well, and it was so, like
0: hot last month. And then yeah. like the last couple of weeks, I'm like, Why is it only 75? Mm -hmm. And raining every other day.
1: So I don't know. Other than the lake trip, I don't know what we'll do. But Yeah, I'm looking forward to it being chill. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Because we've been doing so, so much yard work. I thought in anticipation of the water garden society tour that's happening in august and like making sure everything's planted and all this stuff but no apparently we got volunteered for another garden tour that's like in less than a week and jared oh. still has 55 bags of mulch that need to be put down So,
1: wow <laughs> have fun with that <laughs> best of luck to you <laughs> yeah I don't want to spend the whole time doing yard work, but if we start off with the lake and then come back and do some yard work as long as it's not super hot, because there's a whole bunch of bushes we need to take out and I want to plant some like vegetable beds, like some raised beds. Oh, it's a, a little, little late
0: to bed. plant vegetables. Well, I want to
1: make the beds, not ah, not the okay, beds. Okay, But, but gotcha. I want to prep I for like, the fall really? and next spring.
0: Gotcha. Okay. This
1: is my makes, prep year.
0: That makes way more sense. Mm-hmm. No, I no, we're
1: it. doing we're doing everything in pots right now. Oh, I made. I'll save this for the for a conversation at the beginning of another episode, but. I'm excited. So, we probably, you know, redirected y'all in our canned responses everywhere to listen to this episode as an explanation for what's going on right now. So, hopefully, this kind of walked you through it. We'll definitely be doing a follow up. If there's any like huge takeaways of we should have done this or this really oh, worked yeah. really well, we'll definitely let you all know. But basically, have fun listening to our voices while we're gone, but we are not here. So, <laughs> I hope you are having an amazing summer and we'll see you all when we get back.
0: Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation.